bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. Quag Max. HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. The revolution in clean water is here. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Good afternoon. It is I, Chuck Morse, broadcasting live here at the IRN USA Radio Network, Monday through Friday, 10 to noon, Eastern Standard Time, 9 to 11 Central Time, out near Memphis, the headquarters of the IRN USA Network. You are welcome to join the program. 901-509-8957 is the number. 901-509-8957. In our number two, we've got uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi coming on. He is the author of the new book, Hunting Hitler, New Scientific Evidence That Hitler Escaped Nazi Germany. Uh, Jerry Corsi has written so many interesting books, and he seems to crank these books out like there's no tomorrow. I mean, I, I admire and, in a sense, emulate his example as a writer. But he's a uh, more than just a philosophical writer. I think Jerry tends to be a researcher who looks at uh, source material. He's an investigator. He's a journalist. And uh, his books are always more than just thought-provoking. They, they, uh, they uncover elements and aspects of history that have gone un, unnoticed or untouched or often have been covered up. And uh, what's interesting to me about hunting Hitler, and frankly, I haven't read it yet because I haven't gotten it yet from the publisher, that's the way it goes, is that um, he speculates, he goes into... The evidence that would indicate that no one knows exactly how Hitler died, no one witnessed his suicide. There's no eyewitness, there's never been a discovery of any remains. Recently it's been revealed that uh, the skeleton that was assumed to have been Hitler's, that was claimed as such by the uh, occupying Soviet troops, it actually is a, is a skeleton of a, a middle-aged woman that was found in the courtyard of the Hitler bunker. Um, and so there's no evidence really either way. And I think toward the end of the book, based upon the what I'm looking at here at Amazon Kindle and .com, 
he uh, he speculates as to what w- what might have occurred had Hitler indeed escaped Nazi Germany. And um, seems to me that you know, I mean, let's let's use a little common sense here. Um, if, if you or I had been Hitler, and we had been um, you know, head of this uh, Nazi empire, knowing that the uh, that everything was falling apart, that the Allies were rushing in, that they had stopped at the Elbe so to, so as to give the communist Soviets a chance to occupy Eastern Germany, and that the Soviets were really inevitably going to be in Berlin in a matter of time, hours or days. Would you not have also made contingency plans to escape Germany? Would you also not have had people around you who wanted to facilitate it? I mean, it's certainly a matter of history that uh, many Nazis did get out of Germany, um, both in advance of the collapse and in the aftermath. In fact, there's a good book out now, published recently, I think by Simon Schuster, about Operation Paperclip, which gets into the the transfer of Nazi scientists to the United States. Uh, more interestingly, there's a great deal of evidence to suggest that high-level Nazis merged into the Soviet part of German, uh, the Soviet-occupied part of Germany and Eastern Europe, where they became, uh, they continued their careers as uh, Soviet communist operatives, and that includes some high-level people, uh, I would mention too, because I get into this in my book, Was Hitler a Leftist? Martin Bormann, who was Hitler's right-hand man and who was really the de facto prime minister of Nazi Germany. Nothing happened without Martin Bormann having a, ha- having a hand in it. I mean, he controlled, he saw Hitler every day. He was, he was to Hitler what uh, Harry Hopkins was to Franklin Roosevelt. Uh, what Rasputin was to uh, to the Tsar Nicholas II. I mean, he was Hitler's Rasputin, you might say. You know, his chief consigliere. You know, his uh, his aide de camp. Seems like every leader has one or two of these. And uh, Martin Bormann, who was really the number two man in Nazi Germany, who decided who's who saw Hitler and who didn't, who decided what Hitler heard and what he didn't hear. According to a, a pretty, pretty well-documented book and increased body of evidence, he was uh, also working with Stalin. He was, a, he was a Soviet agent, just like Harry Hopkins uh, was as he, as he manipulated Roosevelt, most likely. And that after the war, Bormann disappeared into uh, Soviet East Germany, where um, no one kn- knows exactly what happened to him. Eventually, probably the Soviets turned on him and got rid of him because he had uh, his, he was more dangerous to them alive. And uh, the same fate befell, according to fairly cons- co- uh, consistent evidence, um, Müller. Uh, that being Heinrich Müller, or they called him Gestapo Müller. Gestapo Müller was the um, created the Gestapo, modeled it after Lenin's Cheka. He c- 
convened the Vansi Conference, which uh, decided on what the Nazis called the final solution to the Jewish problem, in other words, the Holocaust. And he was also a Soviet agent who was reporting to Stalin, which would mean that Stalin had more than intimate knowledge about the Holocaust and was, in fact, perhaps you might even say engineering it. Anyway, these are all – the fact that we even have any information about this at all, I think, is a fairly good testament to its validity because after the war, enormous efforts were taken to cover up this aspect of, um, of World War II, including the involvement of American communists and Soviet pro-Soviet agents working in and living in the White House – working in the Roosevelt administration and manipulating Franklin Roosevelt. It's a very interesting subject, by the way, um, one that um, Diane West gets into in her book, um, American Betrayal. Uh, I have not – I've been trying to reach her. She doesn't maybe want to come on my program. I don't know, but uh, – her book is a is a is a really a a bang a blockbuster of a book in which she gets into the Soviet uh, infiltration of the Franklin Roosevelt administration. I'm going to mention one aspect before I move on to my next subject of Diana West's book because this one really hit me over the head, and also this is one that not only gives insight into the evil of communism and its operatives and its influence over what we might conventionally think of as good people, but also the tactics of communism. And that is that it was widely reported after the end of the war, or as the war was winding down, in the New York Times and in establishment papers and in public utterances and letters that the Soviet Union, as they occupied Eastern Europe and Nazi, former Nazi-controlled areas, including Eastern Germany, they also overran German POW camps that held American and British uh, POWs. As far as the Russian POWs were concerned, they, 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 the Soviets murdered all of them, or most of them, calling them deserters and whatnot. Uh, Stalin probably, uh, this is another subject, but uh, they called it Operation Kielhall, in which uh, the West repatriated to the Soviet Union upwards of 200,000 people who had fled to the West during the war to get away from the Soviet Union. These were Russian citizens, Russian nationals, Russian POWs. They were sent back to Stalin where they were basically put before firing squads, or they were sent to live the rest of their lives in the gulag. But the issue of the POWs is uh, one that really, and I knew about that, but the issue of the POWs is one I did not know about, in that due to their occupation of Eastern Europe, the Soviets had an estimate of 20,000 to 22,000 American POWs in their grip. And they never returned them. 
These are men who very well, even to this day, might be alive. Not likely. Um, when uh, the Soviet Union collapsed, Boris Yeltsin, visiting the United States for the first time, standing on the lawn of the White House with George H.W. Bush, he, uh, he revealed this. He said there's some history there with regard to uh, American POWs going back to World War II. And George H.W. Bush basically told him to shut up, keep it quiet. Now, the, the issue is astounding to me. It's, it's shocking. It is an example of an incredible evil that, be, that, that our government was enveloped in, an incredible crime after World War II. Now, obviously, the crime itself was committed by the Soviets. I mean, let's think about this for a minute. Can you imagine this is your father, your brother, your son, your nephew, your friend, your colleague, going to World War II to fight the Nazis, drafted into the army. They get shot down or they get captured by the enemy. They're put in a POW camp. They're awaiting the arrival of the liberators, the, the allies, and the allies' allies, Soviet Union, to get them out of the grip of the Nazis, except they find out that the Soviets had no intention of ever releasing them. And they're waiting for this. They're waiting for release. They keep thinking a year after year, when is the United States going to come in and, and get me out of here? You know, there are reports, very few, but there are reports of American prisoners up in the Arctic Circle, you know, working on uh, repairing uh, equipment that... Uh, of course, the, the Roosevelt handed over to Moscow through Lendlease. And just living a miserable existence as, as, a, as a prisoner. I mean, I don't understand how any American president could sleep at night knowing this. Well, the fact of the matter is that Franklin Roosevelt, a few weeks before he died... He did send a letter to Stalin asking him to release the prisoners. So I'll get into that in a bit. Your water may have bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. Quad Max. HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. The revolution in clean water is here. Hydro.
You probably knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb. But did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At MaxAchieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call 800-801-3465. 800-801-3465. Whether it's a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Tune up the furnace, clean the gutters, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, plumbers, whatever type of home pro you need. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. And because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks.
soon with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and, while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com? Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give than the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-383-5310, 800-383-5310. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and uh, I'm back here talking about the uh, POWs who were left behind in World War II. Um, why then did the government hide this? Why did the government accept this piece of Garbage, this piece of claptrap from, from the communist Soviet Union. Were we afraid of the Soviet Union after the war? Were we afraid to, you know, there's a great deal of evidence to suggest that, um, that the uh, chief of staff general, Dwight Eisenhower, actually told the uh, advancing allies to stop at the Elbe and wait for the Soviets to come advance. We could have continued onward. We could have continued on through to Berlin, but chose not to. Was this because of Soviet operatives around Franklin Roosevelt? Evidence suggests it was. Did we listen to Patton, who wanted to move on to Moscow at a time when uh, the Soviet Union was spread pretty thin? No, instead, Patton ended up mysteriously dying. No, instead, what happened was we accept, we, we basically kowtowed and bowed to the Soviets. And the reason is more than just simply because of the communists who were controlling, frankly, 
the FDR administration. I mean, you had Harry Hopkins living in the Lincoln bedroom who was heading up the uh, Lend-Lease program, shipping tens of millions of dollars worth of American hardware and, and goods to Russia at the expense of the American troops who were dying in Japan. You had Laughlin Curry, uh, Roosevelt's chief economist, living right a few uh, doors down the hall in the uh, personal quarters of the White House, who fled the country before testifying before a congressional committee. Of course, you had Alger Hiss, Assistant Secretary of State, who attended the Yalta conference with Roosevelt and who stood over his shoulder the whole time, um, who drafted the UN Charter, modeled after the Soviet Constitution, and who, after the Yalta conference, went on to Moscow to secretly receive the highest award given by the the Communists, the Order of Lenin. Uh, that information was only declassified in the 1990s with the Venona decrypts declassification. You had Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, Harry Dexter White, who was shipping over uh, ink, paper, and plates to Russia so that they could print American money and currency over there and who at the same time was stiffing our ally in China, Chiang Kai-shek, uh, by uh, causing, uh, refusing to release gold reserves that would have buttressed his issuance of currency, thus creating rampant inflation in that country and weakening his, his regime, his government. You had a whole list of others. You had uh, Lawrence Duggan, uh, Gregory Silvermaster, uh, Frank Yaffe, uh, let's see, I mean, uh, Owen Lattimore, John Stewart Service, a whole list of other communists and Soviet supporters marveled through the Roosevelt government. But that's not why we decide to sell out our POWs. There was actually a much e more evil and insidious reason than that, than these traitors. It was because after the war, and even during the war, well, we have to take a break here. I'll get pick up this thread when we come back. Could saving 15 to 20 percent of your wealth in gold and silver coins protect your assets from inflation? Does a grizzly defecate amongst the tall foliage? Do pirates like to say, Arrgh! Do politicians in diapers need to be changed frequently, and for the same reason? Well, if you've answered yes to any of these questions, you certainly understand the need then to own gold and silver coins. Come to usgoldcoins.com or call us at 1-800-878-2646 and protect your wealth by acquiring gold and silver United States coins. usgoldcoins.com 1-800-878-2646. As you are enjoying this program, please consider the following. If the value of your money is based solely on the number of paper dollars in circulation, 
What does a massive increase in the supply of money mean to you? How does quantitative easing affect the value of your wealth? Will printing by central banks around the world change the nature of the buying power of your money? If this is all the case, what is an investor to do? USGoldCoins.com highly recommends that people diversify their wealth. Call us today and learn how you can acquire physical gold and silver coins to help divide your assets into a number of areas that will provide greater protection against an inevitable loss in buying power by the excessive printing of capital. If we can't control Washington, if we can't control the central banks, it is up to the individual investors to protect their own wealth. Do you have a sufficient amount of gold and silver coins? Please call us today, 1-800-878-2646, or log on on the web at usgoldcoins.com. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just giving me names. Really? Yeah. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, Call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591. Chuck Morse. Speaks. Thank you very much. Now, the reason why, to getting back to the topic here, our president, Roosevelt, and subsequent presidents decided to ignore the existence of 22,000 approximate American POWs in uh, the Soviet Union, captured from the Nazis, was because starting in uh, World War II, and even starting before that, starting really with the um, the Roosevelt recognition of the uh, Soviet Union in 1933, our government had an overriding philosophy, and it was an un-American philosophy. Roosevelt articulated it often when he spoke of convergence. What is convergence? Convergence is this idea that the United States would move to the left the Soviet Union would move to the right to the point where they would meet in the middle in a third way and create a new world order. Uh, they believed in this this despicable and, and loathsome, lofty idea that the entire planet should be controlled by one authority and that that authority ought to be a private authority, sort of a quasi-public collection of extremely wealthy people and theoreticians who would chart the course of the future for the planet. Um, and in that interest, Roosevelt decided to deep-six the information about our POWs, that they would be sacrificed on this altar 
of what he dementedly viewed as progress. Um, the, uh, the conflagration of World War II was supposed to lead to the formation of a, an international government, of a world government. And the name that was affixed to that world government was the United Nations. It was to be sold to the public as this idea of creating an entity that would create world peace. But the truth of the matter is very different. And the evidence is not secret. It's there in their documents. It's there in their writings, in their declarations, in their protocol. And it was that entity and that idea that Roosevelt felt could not be interrupted for a difference with the Soviet Union. If the value of your money is based solely on the number of paper dollars in circulation, what does a massive increase in the supply of money mean to you? Will printing by central banks around the world change the nature of the buying power of your money? If this is all the case, what is an investor to do? USGoldCoins.com highly recommends that people diversify their wealth. Call us today and learn how you can acquire physical gold and silver coins to help divide your assets into a number of areas that will provide greater protection against an inevitable loss in buying power by the excessive printing of capital. If we can't control Washington, if we can't control the central banks, it is up to the individual investors to protect their own wealth. Do you have a sufficient amount of gold and silver coins? Please call us today, 1-800-878-2646, or log on on the web at usgoldcoins.com. Taking back America one listener at a time, Chuck Morse Chuck Speaks. Thank you very much. So that's it in a nutshell with regard to uh, what happened to our brave POWs, 22,000 men trapped behind Soviet lines. They were sacrificed in the interest of the New World Order. They were sacrificed by Franklin Roosevelt and Harry Truman and Dwight Eisenhower and John F. Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson and Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter and George H.W. Bush and uh, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush and, and Barack Obama for the greater ideal, as they saw it, of advancing a new world order, that they would just be seen as casualties in this great and glorious effort to create a world system, and that the Soviet Union at that time, which wanted to dominate this system, they had to be appeased. They had to be uh, contended with uh, in order for the greater good, which was this, this idea of a world system. And so, so what if you had to sacrifice 22,000 men who would spend the rest of their life in a Soviet gulag? After all, we've all come so far already. And it was this idea, and it's a communist idea, that represents 
the selling out of the American soul, the American spirit, which represents the very best and the most natural of the human spirit, the spirit of sovereignty under God, the spirit of independence, the spirit of family, the spirit of love, the spirit of freedom, of placing one's self-interest over that of the collective. The very ideals that created this republic, which represented and still represents, in spite of this infiltration, the zenith of Western civilization and what is good in our civilization. It was a serious compromise of our ideals. It's not the only one in American history, but it certainly was the most definitive, I would argue. I've got a new book that I'm working on. Um, and by the way, my books are all available on Amazon Kindle. And I'm going to read in a little bit of it in the next hour before Gerald Corsi comes on the program. And uh, maybe this book has is why I'm thinking about these things. And the book is the tentative title of it. The working title is Pivots of Good and Evil. Pivotal Events of History that Have Advanced or Reversed Western Civilization. I look at not specific evil or great or evil actions of people because the, obviously human history is filled with those. You know, we have great acts of love and we also have great acts of atrocity and violence. Instead, I'm looking more at specific events that were political or cultural that led to a shift, a pivot in the advance or the decline of the West, which means the advance of the decline in the quality of the individual life. And uh, perhaps one of the aspects of this book that underlies it is that I am defining what is good and what is evil in the conventional sense, in the Western sense. And by doing that, the book itself is subversive because today's culture has gone a long way toward blurring those definitions. And my hope in this, in writing this book and in getting it published, and I expect to be finished with it probably uh, by late spring, maybe May, April or May, depending upon whether I'm really on fire, I might do it sooner is for you, the listener, for you, the my fellow American citizen, to develop your own list of what you think were either good or evil events in history. And by doing so, to further sharpen our skills as practitioners of freedom and our ability to do just that, define the good and expose the evil. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in one minute.
have a mortgage and a load of other debt, wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. (laughs) Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs the service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-383-5310. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and uh, now we're number two. Uh, we'll be joined in the bottom of the hour by Dr. Jerome Corsi, who is the author of Hunting Hitler, New Scientific Evidence That Hitler Escaped Nazi Germany, a book that's doing very well on the Amazon charts. And, of course, check out my books available on Amazon Kindle. There's about 12 of them. Uh, you can access them simply by going to Amazon.com putting my name in the server, Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, like Morse code, and up they come. You'll see that they're moderately priced between 3 and $6. They, um, you know, you'll see the cover. You'll see a synopsis of each of the books. You'll see reviews that have been written for many of these books. I believe you could read a couple of pages for free. And uh, I particularly want to make note of my book about, the, about Darwinism, that being the monkey trial, evolutionary politics in the post-traditional age, and um, be given the fact that I think either today or yesterday was so-called Darwin Day, as uh, that book has particular relevance for how the evolutionary idea, which I'm putting on my list as evil, <laughs> on my list of good and evil, I'm going to get into that in the next hour. Um, how that idea unleashed a great deal of evil on this planet and into a human uh, into the human bloodstream. So um, check that out. And in the first part of the next hour, I'm going to give a little preview and a little reading of my new book as I work on it. This is just the very beginning of the book. I haven't even barely gotten started yet in terms of developing the various uh, events that I want to list that of good and evil. But, uh, but I'm going to share the, uh, the beginning of the book, Pivots of Good and Evil, Pivotal Events of History that Have Advanced or Reversed Western Civilization. And by the way, I should mention that uh, my podcasts to this program and past programs are now being stored on this website called Podomatic. It's fantastic. All right, we'll be back after news. IRA USA Radio. 
have bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. QuadMax, HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system, provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. The revolution in clean water is here. Hydrocare. Boone with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800 301 6177. Again, 800 301 6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800 301 6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. A Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and it is I, Chuck Morse, hosting Chuck Moore Speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon Eastern Standard Time, 9 to 11, outside of Memphis, the headquarters of the IRN. USA Radio Network. We've got uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi coming up at the bottom of the hour to uh, discuss his newest book, Hunting Hitler, New Scientific Evidence that Hitler Escaped Nazi Germany. Looking forward to that. And uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to read a little bit uh, in my new book, uh, which is uh, just, I'm just beginning to write. And which I discussed uh, in the first hour here. Pivots of good and evil. Pivotal events of history that have advanced or reversed Western civilization. How do I define good and evil? In our culture, such definitions have become subjective and elastic, as the very act of defining good and evil has become unfashionable. I define good and evil in the conventional sense, which is as a body of concepts and understandings that constitute received wisdom as manufactured over millennia. Good and evil is derived from transcendent truths 
that have been forged on the anvil of human trial and error in the quest to know truth. The identification of good and evil has proven essential in the development of a standard of morality and ethics based upon such truths, a standard that has proven critical for the survival of an orderly and moral society. This book is about the various pivotal events of history that have occurred at specific moments and places and within specific contexts, events that have shaped Western civilization for the better or for the worse from the time of Adam and Eve until the present day. This thesis is based upon the conventional assumption that the foundation of Western conceptions of good and evil were built upon the moral and ethical code of Sinai, as recounted in the Bible, the prophets of ancient Israel, the ministry of Jesus, Greek philosophy, Roman law, early and medieval Christendom, the Renaissance, and English notions of government as expressed in the Magna Carta. Western civilization reached a dizzying zenith of moral clarity at the time of the founding of the American Republic. A core principle of the American founding was the assumed ability of the citizen to define and to promote that which was good while exposing that which was evil. Since those times, American society has, with notable failures, fits, and starts, struggled to do just that. The foundational idea of Western civilization is that good and evil originated from a divine source. Whether or not you, the reader, are like me a believer, the philosophical principle nevertheless holds true, which is that morality and the human rights that emanate from morality were not invented by the mind and the arbitrary whim of man, but were rather created by a fixed and immutable external source. Such an understanding places the existence of good and evil as outside the realm of human manipulation. Thus, the basic mission of Western man, motivated by self-interest and a natural desire to do right, has been to discover and promote the good while exposing and neutralizing evil. The West developed under the assumption that man is imperfect and as such is prone to error and sin. Indeed, an unalterable aspect of human nature holds that while the individual is capable of improving his life and character through education, hard work, cultural pursuits and pastimes, wholesome and productive personal and professional relationships, honesty, loyalty, restraint, love, sobriety, luck, and humor, man can never be made to be perfect. Indeed, this essential recognition of the imperfectibility of man, of his fallen nature, forms the impetus for the need of man to define good and evil as guide points for how to live, and as such, how society should function. Western society is built upon the need to establish both private and public institutions that aid and advance this endeavor. 
classical liberal social advancement has been based upon such definitions. What then promotes the good? <coughs> Ideas and institutions that promote the overall advancement and welfare of the individual and, as such, of society as a whole. Broadly speaking, this means the establishment of central governing authorities that maintain law and order while deriving balance and legitimacy from levels of representation. Societies that organize a means of private property and business ownership, a system of law that respects contracts and preserves order, systems that establish an abstract means of exchange that reflects the value of production so that capital is created and invested, societies that foster religion that advocate positive moral and ethical values, nations that establish independent systems of justice that recognize the value of public as well as private educational and cultural institutions. What are the ideas and institutions that have contributed to the advancement of Western civilization? Those ideas and institutions that built upon the foundational belief in a divine source of existence and morality. Such ideas and institutions, fixed on an objective foundation, foster the moral, scientific, and cultural knowledge that is required to improve the condition of human life. Governments that foster subsidiarity and separation of powers, which allow the individual to maintain the maximum sovereign autonomy under the assumption that the ultimate sovereign is God. Advancements in the study and the practical application of morality, reason, and all of the virtues associated with the arts and the sciences that promote existence and allow humanity to flourish. This book is not an analysis of individual acts of good and evil, as history is filled with great acts of love as well as acts of unspeakable violence and atrocity. This book is about specific public acts that have altered human history for the better or for the worse as we examine decisions and events that either advanced good or unleashed evil. I hope to encourage my fellow citizens to build their own list of good and evil events in history, and more broadly, I hope to contribute toward a rekindling of the art and science of debating such definitions in an atmosphere of respect and constructive discourse. The goal should be to get to truths as the truth, as the old Negro spiritual goes, will set you free. To put it another way, and to borrow from a speech delivered by actor Jack Nicholson playing Colonel Nathan Jessup in the movie A Few Good Men. We want the truth, and we can handle the truth. So that's what I have so far in my introduction. Going on here, I get into good and evil in ancient times, with my first example being Adam and Eve, they being good, and the forbidden fruit being evil. Uh, the idea of good and evil has been under assault since the beginning of civilization. 
by those who have an interest in blurring the lines. Underlying the definition of good and evil is a struggle between those who seek to sharpen such definitions and to reward good while punishing evil and those who seek to wipe away such definitions. Those who support the natural quest for such definitions seek to identify the world as it is, while those who seek to subvert such definitions attempt to overthrow that which is true as they strive to replace reality with an artificial and illusory man-made world. As we will see in this book, some of the greatest and most respected minds in history have contributed to the illusion. Those who seek to define good and evil seek to understand history, and by doing so, they seek to build upon knowledge and reason in order to build a better world. Those who seek to blur the lines <coughs> seek to erase history. I begin the narrative with Adam and Eve, the first man and the first woman in the Bible. In our society today, the idea of considering the Bible as representing the beginning of history is ridiculed and scorned even by many who consider themselves to be religious and traditional. Putting aside the supernatural elements contained within the Bible, as those elements rightfully belong to the legitimate and important discipline of religion, the Bible is presented here as a historical document, one that is at least as valid as any other historical document emanating out of ancient times. Why, for example, do establishment thinkers consider the Code of Hammurabi or Egyptian hieroglyphics or ancient Greek or Chinese or Indian or Mayan history to be valid but not the Bible? After all, those ancient civilizations have long ago disappeared into the mists of history, yet the Bible and its followers have continued in an unbroken chain from ancient times until the present. The very existence of Judaism and of its offshoot faiths of Christianity and Islam should be considered as testament to at least the historic validity of the Bible. Indeed, the validity of the Bible has been further buttressed in modern times <clears throat> by a growing scientific and archaeological evidence. The Bible contains a highly developed code of morality and ethics, a solid vision of what constitutes good and evil which is why the Bible has been and remains under assault by those who seek to subvert that code and indeed to subvert set concepts of good and evil altogether. The aspect of the Bible that is particularly troublesome to its enemies is its claim of immutability. The Bible cannot be, as such, manipulated by those who seek to redefine good and evil and to define reality itself to suit their own image. They seek to overthrow the authority of the Bible as a testament of a God or as a testament of a force that is outside of their reach by replacing its authority with their own claim to fiat power.
I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine-Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now. 800-383-5310. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD. 800-383-5310. 800-383-5310. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Tune up the furnace, clean the gutters, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, plumbers, whatever type of home pro you need. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. And because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. You probably knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb. But did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At MaxAchieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call 800-801-3465. 800-801-3465.
Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and we've got the Dr. Jerome Corsi coming up in about right after news break. Hunting Hitler, new scientific evidence that Hitler escaped Nazi Germany. A, a blockbuster story, if I've ever seen one, and Jerry Corsi has a tendency of coming up with these. Um, this is a good one here. The vulnerable Dems turn to the IRS for help. Oh, that's lovely. Use the horror, use the frightening power of a government agency to go after your enemies. Want the IRS? Well, this is according to the Hill. Vulnerable Dems want IRS to step up. Senate Democrats facing tough elections this year want the IRS to pl- pay a more aggressive role in regulating outside groups expected to spend millions of dollars on their races. Oh, I see. In other words, they want them to go after people who are contributing to conservative candidates. Isn't that what the IRS is already accused of doing? You know, attacking and harassing people who uh, don't uh, agree with the liberal Dems? who actually are those who have the big money. Uh, let's see. In the wake of the IRS targeting scandal, the Democrats are publicly prodding the agency instead of lobbying them directly. They are also careful to say the IRS should treat conservative and liberal groups equally, but they're concerned about the impending tidal wave of attack ads funded by GOP-allied organizations. Well, let them have their own attack ads. Much of the funding for these groups is, is a secret and should be, um, including the Uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I mean, wasn't Richard Nixon impeached for a, a lot less than this? Well, that's right. Nixon was, was uh, nearly impeached. He resigned because he broke into one building, Watergate. Right. In effect, uh, President Obama and the NSA and Attorney General Eric Holder and enabling Republicans on Capitol Hill, they broke into over 300 million homes and people's lives. And they not only get the telephone is called metadata. It allows them to track everything that you do. But they're also getting into Internet records, emails, texts, social media, everything. And we did get a ruling last December on the 16th that the violation of constitutional rights, Fourth Amendment, unreasonable search and seizure into telephone metadata was illegal. And that matter is now up on appeal. We're seeking to leapfrog the intermediate appellate level to go straight to the Supreme Court to get this thing resolved as soon as possible because as the uh, Hunting Hitler, new scientific evidence that Hitler escaped Nazi Germany. Um, I'm briefly reading here from an article in, in The Hill which says that vulnerable Dems, those being uh, Senate and uh, House candidates, they want the IRS to go after conservative uh, individuals and groups who are contributing money to conservative candidates as a way to suppress the vote and harass them from doing so. They did this last time in 2012, and it was pretty successful. 
And, uh, you know, the idea of it, the idea of having a government agency harass people who are conducting their right to free speech is something that ought to be chilling to everyone. It's probably not. Um, Democrats don't care as long as they win, as long as they stop anyone who's trying to stop, you know, hurt their chances of winning. And, of course, that's a disgrace, but that's a given. So check out this article at thehill.com for more information. Vulnerable Dems want IRS to step up their harassing tactics. Didn't we just have, didn't we just go through this where there was a, a, a congressional investigation that uh, caused uh, IRS agent uh, Lois Lerner to plead the Fifth Amendment uh, rather than answer questions about uh, whether she had targeted Tea Party groups. Isn't that something we just went through? You know, I mean, this is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, these are more more tests of uh, our ability to, uh, to govern ourselves and uh, to have a free country. And there seems to be more and more of these coming down the pike every day between Obamacare, Common Core, uh, Agenda 21, and all these other uh, freedom-infringing curricula and ideas that seem to be further nationalizing our way of life. All right, we'll be back after news with Dr. Jerome Corson. have bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. QuadMax, HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system, provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind, with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. The revolution in clean water is here. Hydrocare. Hi, I'm Joan London. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just giving me names. Really? Yeah. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, Call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, 800-469-7591. 
you'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and my guest this segment is author Jerome R. Corsi. He is the author of Hunting Hitler, New Scientific Evidence of Hitler Escaped Nazi Germany. And Jerry, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Uh, Chuck, it's good to be with you. Thank you. Jerry, this is an astonishing book, as are all your books, and you seem to crank these books out at an amazing pace. I admire that. Uh, Thank you. Give us the synopsis. My pleasure. Give us the synopsis of it. Well, the, the basic um, idea, and I'll tell you how I got into it, but the basic idea is that Hitler did not commit suicide at the end of World War II with Eva Braun um, you know, at the Fuhrer bunker, is, which is a traditional story. You know, we've all been taught this story. Uh, it's the, what's written in the history books. That German, the you know, Germans were facing the loss of Berlin. The Russian army was advancing. Hitler did not want to be captured, so he uh, makes his last will, marries his mistress Eva Braun, and the two of them commit suicide in the Fuhrer bunker. Their bodies are dust, you know, with gasoline and burned, and the Russians find the corpses. Uh, it looks like it's all a cover story for Hitler having, in fact, escaped. And uh, it looks to me like the evidence, having done the research, is that he escaped successfully to Argentina. Now, I started on this um, in 2009 when the History Channel ran a special called Hitler's Escape, and it featured this Dr. Nicholas Bellatoni, who was the state archaeologist in Connecticut, uh, Dr. Bellatoni had gotten access to the Russian Federation State Archives and was allowed to see the Hitler skull. Now, this is the skull of Hitler that we, you know, the, the Russians have had since the end of World War II. They said proves that Hitler killed himself in the Fuhrer bunker. And Dr. Bellatoni took uh, samples from the skull. He brought them back to the University of Connecticut Center for Applied Genetics and Technology. Uh, they performed DNA testing, and the skull turned out to be a um, 40-year-old woman, uh, not Eva Braun. Eva Braun was 33 years old, and the Russian archives information on Eva Braun's body, the supposed body, was that she had died of cyanide poisoning, not a bullet to the head. And this skull clearly had a bullet to the head. So what I realized in 2009 was that the Russians had had fraudulent evidence that Hitler died. And in fact, as I started searching it, it was clear that there were no pictures of Hitler uh, dead, that were credible, there was no, um, you know, the bodies were never found, uh, and in fact, uh, there was no real evidence at all uh, that was conclusive that Hitler had died at the end of World War II, and that's what started me in on the investigation. I understand that Stalin told uh, Truman at the Potsdam conference that he believed that Hitler had escaped. Right, it was at the Potsdam conference, and Stalin got uh, Secretary of State Jimmy Burns aside and said that despite what the Russians were saying, uh, Stalin himself believed that Hitler got away. And Stalin was actually implying that U.S. military intelligence may have helped Hitler escape. And I ultimately came to believe that was true. Um, mm -hmm. The I, I found also this little shocking um, clip in the Stars and Stripes, which was the... Um, U.S. military newspaper in World War II. It said, Ike believes Hitler lives, and it's Dateline, London, October 7, 1945. There is, quote, reason to believe, end quote, that Hitler 
may still be alive, according to a remark made by General Eisenhower to Dutch newspapermen. The general statement reversed his previous opinion that Hitler was dead. Now, if we had both Stalin and Eisenhower at the end of World War II <laughs> saying they didn't think Hitler died, that's a pretty good indication that you know what we've all been taught all these years may have been a lie or a cover story concocted by U.S. intelligence. Now, the uh, it, first of all, it makes common sense that Hitler would have arranged for his own escape. Many of the other major Nazi figures did so, not just to Argentina, but, of course, some of the pro-Soviet uh, Nazi officials, uh, allegedly including Martin Bormann and, uh, and, and Heinrich Buller, escaped into eastern Germany. Why would Hitler not have done the same? We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Could saving 15 to 20% of your wealth in gold and silver coins protect your assets from inflation? Does a grizzly defecate amongst the tall foliage? Do pirates like to say, Arrgh! Do politicians in diapers need to be changed frequently, and for the same reason? Well, if you've answered yes to any of these questions, you certainly understand the need then to own gold and silver coins. Come to usgoldcoins.com or call us at 1-800-878-2646 and protect your wealth by acquiring gold and silver United States coins. usgoldcoins.com, 1-800-878-2646. As you are enjoying this program, please consider the following. If the value of your money is based solely on the number of paper dollars in circulation, what does a massive increase in the supply of money mean to you? How does quantitative easing affect the value of your wealth? Will printing by central banks around the world change the nature of the buying power of your money? If this is all the case, what is an investor to do? USGoldCoins.com highly recommends that people diversify their wealth. Call us today and learn how you can acquire physical gold and silver coins to help divide your assets into a number of areas that would provide greater protection against an inevitable loss in buying power by the excessive printing of capital. If we can't control Washington, if we can't control the central banks, it is up to the individual investors to protect their own wealth. Do you have a sufficient amount of gold and silver coins? Please call us today, 1-800-878-2646, or log on on the web at usgoldcoins.com. Bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. Quad Max. HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. The revolution in clean water is here. Hydrocare.
author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. My guest is uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi. The book is Hunting Hitler, New Scientific Evidence that Hitler Escaped Nazi Germany. Uh, Jerry, do you have any information with regard to how this might have happened? Yes, uh, uh, quite a bit. I mean, the uh, the archives were uh, very helpful, both in the United States and in uh, and in um, Buenos Aires. Uh, what happened was, best we can put, I can put it together, that Hitler was lifted out of the Führer bunker and by an early kind of prototype um, uh, helicopter that the Nazis actually had developed, and they. Um, brought him into Austria, from which they flew Hitler to Spain and put him and Eva Braun on a submarine, the U-530, that surfaced in Buenos Aires on um, July uh, 14, 1945. Now, I found the newspaper clippings of the surfacing of that submarine, and it was clear that it happened. And then U.S. military intelligence... In the archives, it took me two years to find some of these papers. Uh, U.S. military intelligence reported here in July 18, 1945, that um, the submarine, the U-530, had been sighted and tracked by the Argentinian Navy for a, a month before it, la- before it came into Mar de Plata. It had refueled even along the coast of, of Argentina and had been dropping off VIPs all along the coast from a raft uh, and U.S. intelligence says Eva Braun and, Eva, and Adolf Hitler were landed in the south of Argentina on this submarine. So, I mean, there you have even U.S. military intelligence reporting back the crew had been captured, interrogated, and the crew was all telling a cover story the U.S. military intelligence didn't buy. The crew had no maps. They had no ship's log. Um, the captain was a 25-year-old named... Um, Otto Vermuth, but uh, military intelligence thought he was not really the captain. He was just the guy who brought the boat into um, the port. And that, I think, was something that, you know, was really pretty startling information. What uh, what about the Argentinian government at the time? Was it uh, Cologne, and were they complicit? We'll be right back to the table on the break. Sorry about that. If the value of your money is based solely on the number of paper dollars in circulation, what does a massive increase in the supply of money mean to you? Will printing by central banks around the world change the nature of the buying power of your money? If this is all the case, what is an investor to do? USGoldCoins.com highly recommends that people diversify their wealth. Call us today and learn how you can acquire physical gold and silver coins to help divide your assets into a number of areas that will provide greater protection against an inevitable loss in buying power by the excessive printing of capital. If we can't control Washington, if we can't control the central banks, it is up to the individual investors to protect their own wealth. Do you have a sufficient amount of gold and silver coins? Please call us today, 1-800-878-2646, or log on on the web at usgoldcoins.com. Chuck Morse Speaks. 
very much. Uh, Jerome Corsi is my guest, hunting Hitler. New scientific evidence that Hitler escaped Nazi Germany. So, uh, Jerry, we have Hitler then disembarking from this uh, submarine on the south coast of the Argentine uh, with, uh, according to Ameri uh, notes you've uncovered in American military intelligence, um, what was the role of the Argentine government? Argentine government was welcoming Hitler. I mean, you know, the and by the way, I also found a letter from J. Edgar Hoover. It was written to the em embassy in Buenos Aires, uh, was November 13, 1945, and J. Edgar Hoover knew exactly where Hitler was. He told our um, FBI and in South America to go look for Mrs. Eichhorn. Uh, she and her husband had been top industrialists in Germany back in the 20s. They funded Hitler. Uh, the Eichhorns moved to Argentina. Uh, they had they owned this Eden Hotel on the Falda, Argentina, northwest of uh, Buenos Aires, and they were at the center of the German community. They, they were preparing for for Hitler to escape and arrive there. They're building him a resort uh, down in Bariloche in the south in Patagonia and the Andes, the high Andes uh, near Chile. So you know the entire. Escape of Hitler was documented and was understood and known by U.S. military and law enforcement authorities, but all this has been hidden from the American people. And I, I show in the book, and I think the reason it's been hidden is because I think Stalin was right. Alan Dulles, during World War II, was in Bern, um, Switzerland, and Dulles was one of the ones, Dulles and his brother, uh, John Foster Dulles, had actually funded Hitler with Wall Street uh, before World War II, working with right. Brown Brothers Harriman. It's, a, it's one of the scandals that most Americans don't know anything of, but Wall Street was largely responsible for the rise of Hitler. And the Dulleses were right in the middle of it. Well, during World War II in 1943, Alan Dulles starts working again with Martin Bormann, who's number two to Hitler. Bormann's worried that the Germans may lose the war, and they start moving Nazi loot, all this ill-gotten gain, to invest in the U.S. stock market uh, through Swiss banking agents uh, and and Argentinian, comp Argentinian companies. I mean, there were something like 980 front companies that uh, Dulles helped Borman create, moving literally billions of dollars in Nazi money, preparing for the end of World War II. Germany, Nazi Germany, would rise again with an industrial base of German companies working with sister companies in the United States. And in the meantime, they would have plenty of money stashed in Argentina and in other places where the Nazi top command could escape and live comfortably after the war. There's been a lot written about the collusion between Wall Street and Hitler and the collusion between Wall Street and the Bolsheviks uh, by yes. Anthony Sutton, uh, the Correct. Hoover Institute fellow. And that... Uh, you know, this is entirely plausible that uh, there was a setup for that uh, so that this relationship could continue after the war. Uh, what happened? Do we have any evidence of uh, what Hitler did after the war? Well, the, the evidence is I believe that Bormann did get to um, Argentina as well, and that the accounts that were set up in Bormann's name with Perón were used, they were act actively used by the German community. Uh, the, the reports are that Hitler lived in seclusion in Argentina, but a life of some luxury, and was able to um, 
you know, participate in the re-engineering of Germany's economic rise after the end of the world World War II. I mean, look at Germany's position today. Our head of the EU and the Central Bank of Germany basically running the euro. I mean, these were the kinds of positions that Hitler aspired for Nazi Germany to have before World War II. Uh, if it was achieved peacefully, uh, you know, through the investments of all this ill-gotten loot and the collusion of people like Alan Dulles, who brought, you know, Operation Paperclip as well, brought, ten, you know, thousands of scientists, at least 1,000 documented scientists. The archives have the, all the information in, in College Park. Um, right. it, it is a scandalous story how, you know, basically U.S. intelligence secretly colluded with the Nazis um, after World War II and facilitated the escape of thousands of Nazis. But this was under Reinhard Galen, I believe. Yeah. And uh, but but at, at the same time, they were competing with the Soviets, who were also trying to grab up as many Nazi scientists as they could as well. Well, there's no doubt about that, and we, I think. You know, Dulles made sure he got more. Galen's whole Gestapo organization came to the United States in 1949. Galen signed a contract to you know, work with the then-developing CIA for $5 million a year. And he was uh, appointed to you know, serve and work. He ultimately ended up being the uh, head of West German intelligence. Right, right, in, in the Adenauer administration. Okay, we'll be right, right. back. Picture yourself sitting on a three-legged stool. One leg represents your relationships, another your health, and the third your finances. Now suppose one of the legs is shorter than the others or maybe even broken. It would make life off-balance and uncomfortable, wouldn't it? Is that where you're finding yourself? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby with the 3-Step Plan Home Business System. With the 3-Step Plan Home Business, you could earn extra money. You could choose your own work hours so your relationships could take priority for a change. And with more time and money, it'd be easier to take care of your health. You could be in balance. Wouldn't that be grand? We'll train you, and the only tools you need are a telephone and Internet access. If you're tired of things being sideways in your life, check out the 3-Step Plan Home Business System. To get free product samples and to find out how you can make extra money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. 800-480-2102. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you, Jerry Corsi is my guest, hunting Hitler, new scientific evidence that Hitler escaped Nazi Germany. Uh, Jerry, is there any, uh, did you uncover any evidence that would indicate that the U.S. government or that the post-World War II German government knowingly was working with Hitler? Oh, I think the I, the, I don't have any doubt that the U.S. government knew that Dulles was doing this. I mean, the money was coming from the Nazi loot was coming into the U.S. stock market. There had to be many people who knew about this. Uh, again, it was all clandestine. It was all very secret because, and Dulles took steps to mask these investments through other agents and various co complex corporate structures. But, um, you know, before World War II, Dulles had been doing the same thing with Cromwell and Sullivan in New York and with 
Avril Harriman's firm. Uh, very prominent yeah, Americans brothers. were involved. Yep. And now, but, but but did they know that Hitler himself was involved after the war? That's my question. I, I believe so. Sure. I mean, uh, the the whole the whole myth of the Odessa, you know, this organization of the of Germany rising again, uh, I think has a basis in that Hitler, Bormann, uh, Mueller, the head of the Gestapo, who has also escaped. Yep. You know, there were very prominent Nazis who continued to work together. And the plan was Germany's rise economically to control the EU. I mean, the whole formation of the EU uh, was a plan to, you know, the, the original, people have got to remember, the original Nazis were leftist, national socialism. Right. The so, idea was the combination. And I think of there's the evidence state. that both Bormann and, both Bormann and uh, Miller had some contact with Stalin during the war, too, I believe. I don't doubt there's it. You know, I know the the problem with the with the you know the with Stalin and the communists was that the uh, communists wanted to eliminate private property. Well, the the Nazis, the National Socialism, didn't want capitalism as such. They didn't want free enterprise, but they wanted a government-controlled, you know, corporate state where the corporations would basically set the rules. And uh, the Jerome Corsi, I want to. I'd like to thank you for joining me. I'd like to do a more extended interview uh, sometime as well on this. Uh, thanks so much, Jerry. Thank you. Fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure. 1-800-304-3912.